Welcome to Exploring Possibility. I'm your host, Christopher Giel, and with this show, my mission is to empower you. I want to inspire those who have forgotten their true worth, their highest potential, and their ultimate capability. I'll be exploring topics that are aimed towards personal growth to help you gain insight and approach life with new perspectives. I want you to increase your impact and help you live a more fulfilling life because limited thinking equals limited being. Let the show begin. Welcome to episode number three. So just before we jump in, if you are not subscribed to this podcast yet, please go and subscribe on iTunes. Alternatively, subscribe onto your favorite platform. And last option would be to just get onto the email list. You can get onto the email list via the website, which is exploringpossibility.co.za. You can also find and listen to the podcasts on there and there's, and just jump onto the contact form and provide me with your name and email. And then I'll update you weekly with new episodes as they go live so you don't miss out on anything. Anyway, so today I had a chat with Tabang Madiba. This guy is the trail running champ of South Africa. He is such a humble and also inspirational guy. Through his hard work, dedication and passion, he has won the South African Trail Running Championships multiple times. And he was basically the first black South African to, to represent the country in trail running. How amazing is that? He was the Two Oceans Marathon Trail Race Champion, Skyrim African Champ, and the Racing Madagascar Champion. That just blew my mind. I was so inspired, especially from the fact that this guy was, he just, he just started from the ground up and he was born into an un, underprivileged and challenged background. He lives in Garinkua Township and that is north of Pretoria. They don't even have a mountain in sight. They don't even have a physio, Cairo, dietitian or anything for that matter. Can you imagine how inspired I am to see someone from there achieve so much, but have so little resources available? That just, that's someone who inspires me. And that's why I chose to interview Tabang and just dive a little bit into what he does. He, he basically broke out into the, lo- into the local trail running scene since uh, 2013, 2014, when he started like winning all the championships. And this guy, he's a hero in his community. If, if, like, if it was up to me, I would say that he's going to inspire a new generation of youth through the sport of trail running. So yeah, as you can hear, I think that Tabang is, he's one of SA's finest uh, trail runners. He's definitely inspiring the trail running community around the world. And I would even argue that he is going to inspire and move a community forward, especially in the struggling South African townships. So yeah, that's basically the background of my guest today. We spoke about the mental toughness that running or trail running especially gives you. You know, We spoke about passion and going in full-heartedly, morning rituals, and just how sport and running especially makes you a better person. We, we covered quite a lot of ground and I'd love for you to get into this episode and just enjoy. Awesome guys, let's jump in. Hi there, Tavang, and welcome to the show, man. Yeah. How are you, Chris? Are you happy to be with me today? <laughs> I'm excited. I'm very excited. I, I can imagine you're excited because Tabang, your actual name, there's a Satwana meaning to it. Yes, yes. Meaning yes. to be happy. Is that right? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> awesome. I know that you were recently 
recently you you ran in Mauritius. Can you perhaps tell us how that went? Uh, well, uh, I normally go often there to do some trails, but it's it's quite a nice place to also visit. Uh, but this time I was doing a 55k with like 3,000 plus total elevation, so it was quite challenging for me. But yeah, at the end of the day, I ended up winning. So, which it, it was a good bonus for me. <laughs> oh, that's awesome news, man. Yeah. I'm also, I'm always like fascinated by, by trail runners and, yeah. you know, the amount of discipline that the sport requires, the kind of mindset that's, that's required to, to do these trials. It's, it's phenomenal. And I think there are so many people that lack so many of the attributes that you need within this sport that you are in. For those that don't know, I, I met Tabong actually at an event about, I don't know, was it a month ago? Yes, <laughs> in a month ago. July? Yeah, yeah, it was in July. In July, I, I met him at, a, at my, actually my first trail running event, which was called Fast Bite. You must bite tight. <laughs> yes, you must, bolt, you must bite tight. The event was quite crazy for me. Um, Having the experience of, of doing a trail run was phenomenal. It was crazy. I experienced so much uh, good and bad feelings and thoughts while running. Um, it was quite intense. It was quite a tough yeah, we, thing for me. Like you can cry at some point. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely felt like I was going to cry at some point. But yeah, I, I, I met Sabang there and spoke a little bit to him and then... I found out that he was actually the trail running champ. You are very well known for being the trail running star and you seem to be in love with mountains. So can you actually just take us back a little bit and tell us, you know, like where did it all start so we can all just live in that moment with you and see what, what happened back in your past? All right. Yeah. Well, my first trail, it was around about 2009. But being in mountain started, I think I was preparing for national champs cross country, which is, it was my first national champs. Then I wanted to train with a friend, but he said, no, I can't. Then there's a mountain close to home. Then I went there. I just ran around the mountain on the technical terrain, on the ups. Then I went to the provincial champs and I came seventh in, in our age group, like overall. Then I won, I won my first trail ever, which it was in Hruntluf. And there, there were like guys with high profile names who they've been in comrades top 10, but not knowing that trail running and road running is not something similar. But you know, whenever you get to the race and they say, let's say Ilet Kipchoge is here or Kilian Jone is here. Then you know that it's going to be a, a proper race. But once you beat Kilian Jone, then you say, no, 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 I think I belong here. <laughs> so I think the guy who was in top 10 previously in comrades, he gave me that motivation. And like beating him, I thought, no, I think I'm the best. But it, it helped me because that's when I realized that I, I, I truly belong to, to the mountains. And, you know, trail running, not seeing other sporting activities are boring. Trail running, it needs a lot of um, focus and it's not boring. Yeah. Like you, there's so many things that happens in a short period of time. So it I, adds a lot of excitement. Yeah. 
yeah, so that's one thing that also brought so much joy. And um, I've been doing that up until today. So you'll say that it has been a very exciting journey and some people have led you into the space that you are in now. Um, so what I would also like to know is that you seem to inspire a lot of people, I would imagine, regardless of their background. And you just mentioned that you, you're doing trail running over road running. So would you then say that you are a stronger trail runner and that's because you, is, is that why you chose to do trail instead of road? To be honest, back then I've tried road running and, and track and field. I was never the best. I remember in track, I would always check if I'm not number last. If I'm number last, <laughs> put the pedal down so that I don't finish last. But then <laughs> moving to cross country, it was like, it felt like I'm playing a video game. It was so easy. Then, you know, trail running and, and cross country is more or less the same way by trail running is a little bit extreme compared to, to cross country. So uh, I guess I'm, I'm stronger mentally because when it comes to trail, it's not only talent. You, you need to be mentally very strong so that you can conquer some of the climbs and also the distance itself. I can fully agree and strongly relate with you on that. <laughs> Just after my first trail run with you, um, there. And like I said as well, mentally, from a mental perspective, it kicked my ass. Like, you know, the, men, the, the amount of willpower that you must try and pull out of yourself to finish such a race is intense. So I know that you enjoy trail running a lot. Would you say that you'll achieve a higher success with anything if you just enjoy that specific thing? Yeah, I've achieved a lot. Hey, but I, I would say I'm lucky because of um, I'm not that focused in things that I've achieved because uh, my wish and dream is to at least win one European high-profile race. So whatever I've achieved, to me, it's, it's not big, okay? It is big, but to me, I don't feel like it's, it's big because what I want, it's, it's huge. It's bigger than me. You actually led me to one of, my one of my next questions, which was going to be, what is your, what is your, your next goal? Because obviously you've accepted your, your purpose as a runner. I would call it your purpose or at least part of your purpose as being a runner on this planet. So you've accepted your call. Now, my question was going to be, what is your next goal going to be? Because you are, you obviously smashed a lot of the South African championships. You are, you are known as the trail running champ, champ in South Africa. And now my, my next question is this, where is this leading to? Where are you going next? And you just briefly mentioned that you'd like to win a European race. Could you just expand a little bit more on where this race perhaps is or what this goal includes? You know, also being in, in top 10 or top three of like high profile races like Mont Blanc, Zier, Zinal, you know, those are like big, big, I can class those races with Comrades Marathon and Two Oceans. You know, if you make a top 10 at Comrades and Two Oceans, like your, your profile is quite big and you also get exposed. So it's a lot about the exposure that you, you'd like to receive from those races. 
because you know records are to, to be there even the names i engraved my name will be on the on the on the on the results for for the future generation to also see that one day back then tabamadiwa was that's amazing yeah <laughs> it's awesome how we always want to keep inspiring the generations to come yes so this this is what i would call a bag so it's like a you know it's a big audacious goal that you've set for yourself to be almost um, number one in the world, right? Yes. And I feel a lot of ambition coming from your side. Uh, where does this ambition come from? You know, Chris, I would say, uh, like I said before, that uh, growing up uh, without both parents, whereby you are forced to be a parent at a young age, that really, to me, is, is a blessing because uh, I was forced to dream big. You know, I had to find a job, look after my my siblings, and running was part of my life. And it also still a lot of attention so that I can focus more into, like, my my background. Because I know that every morning I have to go out and run. And, you know, when you run, you, you get excited. And in the afternoon, I have to run. And after running, you sleep like a baby. So I didn't get that chance and opportunity to think about all my problems. So, yeah, so it really, it really helped me so much to, to be a big dreamer. So I would see a race and dream about it that I want to enter the race. Then I would enter and run and dream about that. One day I want to win it and it happened that I win it. Wow. That is, that is amazing. I love how you, how you try to explain how you, you didn't put all your focus on what was wrong at that point in your life. Instead, you rather said, what can I do about this? Or, you know, where, where can I take this? And you didn't put your focus on what was missing and the lack of what you had. So it seems like your, uh, your huge ambition was born out of your circumstances at the time, if I'm not mistaken. It's because of that circumstance, you now have this drive and this ambition to be number one in the world, right? Yes. That is amazing. So on that note, what, do you, what would you then define as success? It's so funny with, with running or anything in life because you have dreams. Once you achieve the dream, you get another dream. It just keeps going and going and going. But my wish and dream like, is to, like, at the end where my career like, goes down, is to at least yeah, look after some young kids, train them, stuff like that. And also maybe, maybe, which is a wish, to send one the olympics you would like to send someone to the olympics yes i would love that it. is beautiful yeah that is beautiful so you actually want to send someone else to the olympics yes <laughs> so it sounds like you want to open up opportunities for others yes yes that is awesome so i also agree with that i also feel that success it, sometimes it feels like it's a moving target like you'll start with something you'll achieve it and then you'll start no, it's always, it's always a moving thing. It's never a static thing. Never, yeah. My wish was to win a local race. Then it happened that I won. And I was like, oh, I wish to win two Oceans Trail. Then I won, I think, three times. <laughs> and okay, maybe SHMs. Oh, you, you know, things like this. So you just keep, keep going. And then you won that as well. So quickly on that note, so it seems like you're using a little, like a few different tactics on how to win your races as well. 
it seems like you envision yourself winning the race. Is that true? Or how do you go about doing that mental yeah, preparation? It's so funny because most of the time when I train, I visualize myself with Kylian Jornet and all the top club, top world class. Then that will just help me to endure whatever I'm doing. Wow. Does it happen during the race or does it happen before the race? No, mainly it happened while I'm preparing. But during the race, you know what? It's so stressful, first few Ks, because it's a bunch of you guys. But once you drop few, you, you, the stress drops also. But again, the stress is more whenever there's only two or three of you because you don't want to set up <laughs> the third position. No, the second position because they say in second position is number one of losers. <laughs> 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 I've heard a lot of people say that, that love winning. They always say that sort of. But again, what I've learned in trail running, it's not always about winning everything, you know. It's all about the journey because after the run, we will have a talk that will take us hours and hours talking about the race itself, the route, and also the scenery. So it's not always about winning everything, but just being there, your presence. And, you know, it's more like a blessing because you get to races whereby they have like private places that they open only for, for certain races. And, you know, putting your, your, your footprint there for that period, especially when it's open once in a year, it's, it's quite a blessing. I can imagine that's quite a blessing once you get the opportunity to see places that no one else sees. That's, I think that's one of the perks that you get when you do trail running. Yes. I know I know when I do any sort of event or or when I set my own goals I tend to have this inner voice inside of me that sometimes tries and holds me back you know and says that I should stop or says that I shouldn't get up this morning to exercise or something yeah. do you also have that voice and what how do you how do you manage that voice? You know, I do have that voice. I know if I something say don't then I know it's a must do now. <laughs> that is awesome so when you get something that says don't do it you yeah. do it on the and spot as long as it's a positive thing then I know that if it's a negative thought I know it, it must be done now where did you learn that? ah uh, man it just happened <laughs> it just happened it's, it's probably, it probably happened out of your circumstances now because what I think is that might be fear speaking right it's, it's a fear that comes up now that would also now that would lead me to my next question which is how or which fears rather are you experiencing currently it could be anything like have you got any fears or challenges from a mental perspective or an emotional perspective or even physical or spiritual yo you know man my worst worst fear you know is try not to to go back to the situation I grew up in. Yeah. So falling uh, so back into falling back into poverty or what, what exactly are you referring to? Yeah, so that's that's my that's my worst fear. And also like my I have a son. So his future is a is a nightmare to me because I don't want him to be where I I was. And that's not one of your biggest fears at this point. Yes. Uh, it's, 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 it's nice to relate and to know that everyone is human and then that we all have our own struggles and our own fears that we are all dealing with all the time. Is there anyone who inspires you? 
You know, there are so many things, no many guys, but I remember, I think it was 2010. So there was a trail running seminar in Hruntluv where Kilian Jone and Ryan Sands came to, to, to South Africa. Then it's always nice when you, when you are sitting next to the champ and they talk more about their experience and you can feel that it's, it's real. Then that's one of the things that really ignited like the, my dreams of becoming the best. So who would you say inspires you the most at this point in your life? To be honest, I don't know. I'm just a big dreamer. I just set my goals and chase them. So maybe life inspires you. For sure, yeah. Right. What, are, what has been your best advice to date? What is the best advice you've ever had? This is what I always preach is that do what you love with all your heart. Then the rest will just follow you. Wow. Yeah. So follow, is it sort of like follow your passion with, with your full heart? Awesome. Oh, sad part is that a lot of people do things because they want to achieve something. And once they achieve that, then they forget about their dream. So even things that you achieve, you're not going to see them because you do it out of passion. Have you got any morning rituals or anything along that line? Is there some habits that you have that you do every single morning to set yourself up for your day? So, yeah, if it's a training day, I will wake up and go for training. But I always have my, like, my, my champion breakfast, which is, which is like a brown bread, peanut butter, and rainbow tea. Then I know if I have that, yeah, I'm sorted. So do you have peanut butter and rainbow tea on race day? Yes, I also do that on race day with brown bread. With brown bread. So if I travel overseas, I take my, my, my peanut butter and my, my rainbow tea bags with me. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. I can definitely relate with you on that because I love peanut butter. I absolutely love peanut butter. Um, I enjoy it a lot, especially on bread as well, if I have to be honest here. And I also love rooibos tea. So I'm definitely going to use those two tips uh, on my next trail run. I'll make sure I'll get some peanut butter and a rooibos tea in the morning. And I'll probably be running like Tabang later that day. And, and, and another magical uh, sandwich, <laughs> which I, I always love when I talk to Ken, that I was like, Whenever you put black pepper in my food, it makes me run faster. So I would have like a avo, brown bread, and a, and a black pepper. <laughs> wow. I'll definitely go and try these tips. I have, I've actually left black pepper a little bit out of my diet, but I'll definitely try and yeah. bring it back in and see if it makes a difference. <laughs> oh, I said like having black pepper is just a mindset, leaving this. If I put it in my food, it's going to make me run faster. <laughs> hmm. that, it sounds like the placebo effect where you think the pull is going to do something to you when you take it. And then most of the cases it does. It helps. Yeah. So I, pre I previously read in one of the previous interviews someone had with you that you said that running made you a better person. So how did it make you a better person? You know, if, if you are angry, you know, there are some people that are very angry, but running, my friend, it will humble you. It will humble you and make you happy because nicest thing with it is that you, 
you meet a lot of people at a short period of time with different mindset. And that will definitely change you. So running will elevate your mindset once you mingle with a community of runners. Because being a better person, it's all because it's true that we learn new things every day. And so being with different people, it, it helps a lot. I also, I also read previously that you only saw the ocean by the age of 29 or 30. I, just, yeah. I was just like, I'm very curious how did that feel? Because me growing up, I obviously, I can call it more privileged. I was able to see the ocean when I was much younger, you know, um, pre-primary school. So how did it feel when you saw the ocean at that age? And I was so excited. And it happened when I qualified for, for SA Duathlon Champs. Then I was so happy. I've never seen big mountains ever in my life. So when we were approaching Cape Town, I was like, yo, this, it feels like we're in heaven. I've never seen things like this before. <laughs> in the ocean, I just wanted to sit next to it and just watch it. Yeah, you just wanted to let it sink in and see what, what the ocean is all about and reap all the benefits. So what have you been able to apply from running in your own life? Like, what did you learn from all your running in your life? How has it helped your life? How, how have you been able to apply any of the lessons perhaps from running into your own life? If there's any. I've learned that whatever you want to get in life, like hard work, even if you're talented, you have to work very hard to achieve things that you want. So running, as a lot of guys say, it helps with discipline. It's on, honestly true that it helps with discipline because if I know I have to prepare for a marathon, then, and there's no shortcut for marathon preparation. So I know that winter time or summer time, if I have to be on my bicycle for 100 kilometers, I have to ride that 100 kilometers. If I have to smash my morning runs like 20 Ks every morning or 15 Ks, I have to do that. Because if I don't do proper training program, it's going to catch up with me during the race. I'll be thinking about five days that I skipped without training that if I, 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 I should have done those uh, sprints, hill workouts or whatever, I wouldn't be suffering now. <laughs> so I would be thinking about those days that I've skipped. So hard work, hard work, hard work. Hard work. Awesome. I can, once again, it's like every time you give me a little piece of advice or a little tip, then I'm, I can fully relate since I also felt this, you know, in, in, in all my preparation towards a run, I felt that there is no shortcuts. There is no just jump from point A to point B, like a lot of people want to in our current day and age where they just, they just want to be the top athlete or they want to be the CEO of a company or they want a great relationship, but they're not going through the steps from A to Z to get there. And believe you me, I started running in 2000 and in 99. But I only won a major title in 2003. No, no, in 2013. Yes. So, yeah, after like 10 years, over 10 years. That is intense. Yeah, so it just shows me the amount of dedication that had to go into your practice and into your discipline and into your consistency with your training to now only result in you being the champion of, of South Africa. So I would presume that you are like a, a great believer in pushing one's boundaries 
to like the outer edges and to develop and grow our greatest potential. How do you believe or how do we tap into our full potential, would you say? Like, how can we get to our top, top potential? I think we as human, being, human beings, we, we tend to limit ourselves. Uh, I've seen that when, whenever I am riding a bicycle, I would be approaching a big climb. Then because of I'm scared of that climb, I'll go on my soft gears. And when I'm on my soft gears, I can feel that I, I pedal a lot and my heart rate goes up and I get tired more. But then when I go back to higher gears, I realize that I don't pedal fast. I can still pedal steadily with a faster pace that I was going or I was going through while I was pedaling fast. And it felt much easier than when I was on soft gears, being scared, you know. So I believe that we as human beings, we, we tend to, to limit ourselves. And it's, it's all about being there and just do it. Awesome, man. Thank you so much, Tabang. So what, in terms of people finding their passion like you did for running, how would you advise perhaps someone else to find their they running, you know, their sports. How do you, how do you give someone advice in that, in that sense, in that space? Yeah, well, it's, it's all about trying out. I used to be a race walker before I become a runner because I, I tried all the events up until I get something that I believe that this, it's me. Trail running, mountain running itself, like I click, it's, it's me. I belong here. So it's all about trying things out up until you find something that you, you really belong. I think that is great advice where people shouldn't be scared to, to try different things and also just to be honest and show real integrity and authenticity with themselves to be able to say, I'm going to test out all these things. And listen, I really enjoy whatever it is, if it's swimming or if it's running, they need to go out and, and test as many things as possible something that you you love and enjoy or because some people you, you tend to find people that are very good in something but they don't like it and when they do it with you like you have to do 10 times better to be able to manage whatever they're doing but for them it looks easy but then you find that they don't like it or they don't love it <laughs> awesome so what I think you might have mentioned this previously, but what is your what is your your life mantra? Like what is the motto that you live by? Is it going fully at life? Was that the one? You said like take your passion, live yeah. it fully. Was it something follow, like that? Follow, like live your passion, follow your dreams, forget about what's gonna happen tomorrow. The present moment is the most important thing. The present moment is the most important thing and live it. Live it to the fullest, bro. Yeah, because if we start living in the past, then we just keep thinking about the past and what we didn't do and things like that. And, we, and when we think about the future, then people seem to start stressing a lot. Yes. You know, I was, you know, being a trail runner, it's like, it's a, it's, a, it's a big blessing. 2016, it happened that I went to Madagascar doing a five-day race there called Racing Madagascar. You know, when I left there, I shed a tear thinking that the people I met there, I'll never see them in my life. I'm only going to see them 
in Madagascar, if I go back to Madagascar, because those people, they, they live life. They live life out of passion. Like they're very happy, very happy. So trail running is such a big blessing because I got opportunities to, to travel and meet different people and which is more of a, of a learning curve for me. I, I, can, I can understand where you're coming from because if you go out and actually see that people are happy in the way that they experience life and the way that they live with passion and the way that they show that they love you know, things, they love the world, they love their circumstances instead of uh, perhaps living in excuses or living with doubt or living with fear. They always live with, with possibility. That is what I've seen as well. I want to tell you was that I had all my nutrition with me cram blocks, recovery, race drink. Then we would race flat out, flat out. What they had was just, a, there's one thing that mostly Indian, they chew it. It's called Mira. They had dead and water and they mixed their water with honey. Then we would run flat out. When I finished there, I would feel that, yeah, I've worked for this victory. And we still have another day to go. Then what I would do, I would sit and make sure that I drink my recovery as soon as possible. But you'll see them walking around, being happy, jogging, stretching. Then I was like, what the hell? What's happening here? I'm in another, <laughs> another world. I was stressing about tomorrow. I was like, I have to relax so that I'm fully recovered for tomorrow. They don't care. Come another day tomorrow, they were stuck with me. Then I was like, I'm in another world here. <laughs> I think you've just given some of the best advice for almost everyone outside in the world, probably each and every single soul that will listen to this, to this interview, to this podcast episode where we just got to live life in the moment, man. We just need to let go of the things that we cannot control and just yeah, live with passion, live with love, live with laughter. Hey? That brings me to the last few questions as, as I'm about to just end off this interview. It was, quite, it was quite fascinating just jumping a little bit into your journey and seeing where you came from and seeing you know, like how you think and what types of tips you have for yourself and methods you use to attain success. So my last, I think my last, one of my last questions would be to you, like, how would you want to challenge any of our listeners to just think a little bit differently? How do you, how would you challenge them to just open up their beliefs or change their way of thinking so that they can see more possibility? So they can maybe do more things in their life that they are maybe scared of. How would you challenge people? My challenge is that uh, they should write whatever they want to do. Work on it. Work on it. Work on it. Then they're going to get it. So in most cases, what I do, I write down things that I would love to achieve at the back of my clothes cabinet. And I close it. So whenever I open it and want to take my stuff, I always check the list. Three months, two months down the line, I'll be ticking either one or two. Then in 12 months, you end up ticking all of them or you're left with one. Then you know that this one needs more attention so that I can achieve it. That is awesome. I also use what's called a vision board or now I've actually, I've compressed it into like a vision book. And I call it life book. And it's a similar to what you said. It's where you have your list of things to do. Mine's got pictures and stuff with like my favorite quotes in. And it just helps me stay on track with where I'm going. It helps me know 
that I want to go there. And like you said, in the beginning of this interview, to not fall into the circumstances in which we find ourselves, not to find excuses of why we are there, but rather find solutions to where we want to go. So I can definitely relate with you on that. And I love it. So lastly, what's next for you on the map in terms of races? Where are you going next and what can we look out for and be excited about? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'm doing the four peaks next month. So yeah, I would love to defend the title. And also I'm doing a Cappadocia Ultra, but I'm doing the 38Ks in, in Turkey in October. So yeah, I'm also looking forward to that. Then I'm doing my first biggest ultra ever, which is 65 uh, Cape, Town, <laughs> Cape Town Trail UTCT in December. So, but aim is to finish the race. I'm not, I'm not aiming for anything big. Just to finish course. Next year, I have different plans. Uh, I want to go a little bit into road running just to get some speed so that when I go back to European races, I can at least have that, uh, that speed in my legs. That is fantastic, man. I, <laughs> I, can fully, I can fully understand where you're going from with the speed and trying a different, not sport, but just a slightly different way or angle of approaching your running as to just gathering some speed for your next races. Is that four peaks going to be in Bloemfontein? Yes, yes. It's a brutal one. First time when I did that race, when I get to the highest peak, I think I was 10. No, I was out of 10, out of uh, top 10. I was literally crying. Wow. It was so hard. I was crying because I was feeling nauseous. I never had that feeling before. Because when I saw the results and the distance, I was like, yo, these guys, they can't win this distance at this time. I must go and kill them. Then, yeah, it <laughs> was something different. Which, that was in 2011. It almost shows me like how much a mountain or a race can humble you at that moment. I used to say that it doesn't matter how smart or rich or poor you are, mountains will always humble you. I can see that, especially with my running as well. And you just said it now with your previous statement on... You just want to finish that next big race. That's what I say every time when I do a trial run. I'm just like, I just need to finish. That's all what I'm going to focus about because it's so tough and it, and it just humbles me every time that I do a race. You know, it's funny. Whenever I'm at the race, I don't care about whoever is on the, finish, on the starting line. I'm scared of the mountains that will I be able to conquer these mountains or they're going to whip back at me because that's always my worst fear that... You know, I know I can feel good from the beginning, but tables can turn around any time. True, my friend. That is very true. So with your next few races, where can people follow your journey? Where can anyone listening follow your, yeah, your, your progression? Where can we follow you? Yeah, either on my Instagram account, Taps Madibs, or my Facebook account, Tabam Madiba. Yeah, that's where I normally put a lot of my stuff there. Awesome. Thank you so much. So for those listening, I'll just put the, I'll just put his social media handles in the show notes of this episode. So if you want to follow Tabang, you can just go and check out his socials in there and then see what the guy's up to. And when he, and then we can just, we can just appreciate his runs and we can also just support him in his road going forward. And I think just to end off, I would just like to take this last like minute and I would just like to acknowledge you for your hard work, 
your persistence and your passion for not just yourself and your sport, but for others' prosperity as well. Because I think that's something that came out of this interview as well, is that you want others also to prosper, which, which I think is amazing because not many of us do that out there in this world. I don't think we all show as much contentment and as much gratitude as, as we possibly should or could rather. And you have shown a lot of that in your life, which I definitely aspire to as well. You have shown tremendous effort and a lot of courage in the face of the massive challenges that you grew up with. And I just hope that you continue to blaze this path and inspire others to do the same. Thanks, brother. Awesome. Tabang, thank you so much for being on the show and you must have an awesome day. And there's one message I always like to say, you know, on the old Land Rover, whenever I pass that car, I always look. It's written right at the bottom of the, of the windshield. One life, live it. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Wow, guys, that was so heartwarming. And for me, he inspires, you know, like I said in the intro, looking at where he comes from, what his challenges are, his background is, and still having that outlook on life that is truly inspiring but yeah that's about it for this episode i i hope you enjoyed this episode as much as i did if you did and you loved it and you got some value out of it or anything out of it some sort of tip or some sort of perspective change or just or if it just made you do some little introspection share this with someone else so they can do the same share this with someone else so they can also get a little bit of wisdom give the gift of wisdom and insight to someone else I, I truly think that you never know what impact it might have on someone else so yeah if, and if you truly love the show and what we're doing please go and leave a review over on iTunes that helps the show to move forward and grow and yeah, I'm excited for what's, what's to come. So if you want to engage on, on the website, you're more than welcome to email me. Please get in, in touch on Instagram or Facebook. And if you've got any like topics that you, you'd like me to cover or you've got questions or specific people that you think I should be interviewing, please get in touch so we can get them onto the show and give or jump in and do a deep dive into their mindsets and see how they think and how we can benefit from that. But yeah, that's all for now. I'll see you in the next episode of Exploring Possibility. And guys, don't be afraid to explore. Go and find that possibility. Cheers, guys.